Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about body language. It's uh, not well understood, I think, by most people. This is one of the main ways we communicate with one another by noticing different gestures, poses, looking at people's eyes, what they mean, what they're thinking. Um, Tonality as well. Tonality in the words that are given, that are delivered. This is another thing that says a lot that most people don't understand. Or maybe they do, but it's only at a subconscious level. They don't realize that they're catching on to certain things, but they are. So let's dive in. The information I got was from a lady named Linda Clemens. It's good stuff. So is it true that your words can say one thing while your body says something completely different? I say absolutely yes. I'm sure you're saying the same thing because you have witnessed this before. It's a fact that you can communicate more with your body language than with your words. The first language all of us learn is body language. Yep. When you're a baby, you don't have much more than a Google and gaga. That's it. That's all you say for a good while. That's your way of communicating. That and body language, eye contact, things like that. So you cry when you need food or attention. And mother comes running. Mother holds you. Mother will kiss on you or give you some food or throw away your dirty dumpster diaper and clean your butt and put a new one on you. All because you were screaming or crying and you knew it would get her to come to help you out. And a smile says you like something. An arm extended with your hand open means I want to touch that. All these things go a long way when you're a baby. Some people are so successful as babies, though, at crying and whining for things, they continue on into adulthood. They cry and whine to get everything they want because it gets the desired effect, and they learn that. In a well-known study, it was proven that words account for 7% of your communication. Only 7%. That is nothing. So what's the other percentages? Tonality accounts for 38% of your communication. Very large amount. But the biggest amount is body language at 55% of your communication. Have you heard the saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it? Of course you have. And it's true. 93% of your communication is not even words. So let's look at some of the different things that are attributed to body language. They come in clusters. People prejudge other people immediately based on body language. It's tempting to try and hone in on one gesture to base that judgment, but you can't. They usually come in clusters of three, four, five, or more. So to judge one is to ignore the others. Don't do that. Don't ignore. Pay attention. Analyze. 
the people around you and what they're doing, the better you get at that, the better you're going to realize what's going on in the person's mind. Pay attention to all the subtle little details, the way they're holding themselves, the way they're moving their hands, the way their eyes are looking in different directions. There's a science and art to reading people's eyeballs, looking up and to the right, up and to the left, down and to the left, down to the right, straight at you. What are they thinking? Well, that could be a whole nother episode just on how to read eyes. Let's go to the next one. Congruence. Words, tone, and nonverbal need similarity to be congruent. Words, tone, and nonverbal need similarity to be congruent. If all three don't agree, there is a disconnect between you and me. And that shit rhymes. And I I didn't write that, but hopefully she knows she this lady, she made a rap out of that statement. Um... Just think about it this way. I give you an example. See what you think. I'm talking to you and I say, I'm real excited to be here with you today. So the words say I'm excited, but I sound upset or pissed off or like I have something stuck up my ass and I'm not very happy about it. You can't see me, but say I have my arms crossed. uh, I have a scowl on my face. That just doesn't make sense then, the statement that I made. You'd be very confused, right? Because it's incongruency. It is not congruent. If I'm excited, I would have eyes wide. I'd be smiling more than likely. I'd have open body language and I'd say, I'm really excited to be here with you today. That's the way it should come out. Not that Tasmanian devil sounding stuff. Okay. Next one. Context. If you see a guy wearing a skiing jacket walking down the road when it's 90 degrees outside, you're going to notice that's out of context. Wearing a skiing jacket when it's 90 degrees makes no freaking sense unless they have mental problems. Another example, if you see someone traveling internationally with no luggage, this wouldn't make sense. That's way too long of a trip to have nothing with you, making it out of context. Get it? Okay, moving on. Culture. There are many hand gestures that mean something different in a non-American culture. Mm-hmm. Some symbols mean different things. Some cultures greet different than others. Our standard thing is a handshake. Other cultures have different standards on greetings when they walk up to one another. I don't know all of them. I just know cultures vary. But these are examples of different body language that can vary with different cultures. Okay? So if you're going to go to another country, you might want to learn some of these things so that you are culturally appropriate when you get there with your body language. Because it matters. Seriously. When we're talking about body language, we should focus on the face. Yes, the face says so much. How does it say so much? Well, we all have 43 facial muscles. Facial muscles. 
pardon me for the mispronunciation, 43 facial muscles. That is a lot. 37 of those facial muscles make 27 different expressions alone. You probably heard the term poker face. Well, some poker players can appear very stoic or unemotional. And they do this so you can't read them. They don't want you to know what cards they have by appearing stoic. But you can still read body language and eyes. They can give away a tell or insight to what the person's thinking without a grand facial gesture. So, lots of professional poker players learn to read body language and eyes. But even some poker players are smart enough to wear sunglasses so you can't see their eyes. Because some things you just can't hide. So you just try and hide as much as you can. Next, hands. Hand gestures when speaking show authenticity and confidence. That can increase your connection to one person or a crowd you're speaking with. Hands can be a tell that you're innocent or guilty when someone makes an accusation. You could be a fucking criminal and be caught just by the way you're acting with body language. That's a lead. If I asked you, did you steal my money? It was on the table right near you. Immediately, you should have an automatic gesture showing empty hands, palms open. I didn't do it. If you're guilty, it's likely no hand gesture will occur. And these are techniques that law enforcement uses, like the FBI. And they have... Some very interesting techniques. One day, I should go over one of the specialists I listen to that does this uh, FBI um, interrogations and focuses on body languages and tonality and things of that nature so he can read through somebody if they're lying. It's very, very interesting, the science behind it. When you are speaking to a crowd or... Nowadays, it's more like you'll be on a Zoom meeting. Always try and show from your waist up. The belly, belly, the midsection area in general, is where your vital organs are. Corroded artery is in your neck. And if you expose this area, it shows vulnerability and comfort, which you want to translate over to the crowd or whoever you're speaking to, even if it's one-on-one. It makes a great impression on your listeners. You want to show truth, authenticity, and proof of that. So move with purpose. Make gestures. Punctuate sentences with those hand gestures. Emotion has motion. Always remember that. Emotion has motion. So if you want to translate that to somebody else, you need to move. Move with your words. Body language is... Something that we don't even think about, mostly on a subconscious level, it just happens. And you can be giving off the wrong messages or the right messages, depending on what you're doing. So put a little bit more thought into your body language. This is a short and sweet one, but that's it for today on body language. And hopefully you enjoyed the information that was shared with you here and you can put it to use. Either to 
spot other people, what they're thinking, be a little bit more aware in situations, more conscious of what is happening in the moment, or think about your own movements a little bit more and how you can express yourself in another way that may be more to your liking, that may make other people pick you up in a different light. Because you can literally change people's mind with your body language and tonality instead of just thinking about it being your words. Have fun with these facts. Enjoy them. Use them. Pass it along to somebody. If you're enjoying the podcast, like I say, let a friend know. Subscribe to it. And if you would, please rate and review me. I would love that. It would help other people find this podcast, which would greatly help me. So, do me a favor. Do one of those. Share with a friend. Subscribe. Rate it. Review it. I would greatly appreciate it. So, much love to you out there. And that's it for today. And I'll be back with you next week. And we'll do another one. Can't tell you what it is right now. It's a big secret. (laughs) So you'll just have to wait. But I'll see you on the next week. Keeping it real with Jay. Peace, y'all. Keeping it real. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own